again, everybody. You're listening to another episode of the Niagara Moon podcast. As always, I'm Thomas Irwin. And once again, I'm going to be joined by my uh, sidekick, Dan Barracuda. We talk albums. And uh, this week, we're talking about the album Kid A. It's an interesting one. I like it overall. I'd say I'm a fan. And uh, before we get right into it, I'll just mention a couple of Niagara Moon things. The first is that in addition to my regular 1 p.m. EST live stream on Facebook every Thursday, I'm coming in there every week and and playing some songs for you. Uh, In addition to that, I'm also going to be going on Instagram Live the same day, same Thursday, and I think I'm going to be starting those at 3 p.m. EST. I'll try that out for size. So if you want to just come hang out, enjoy some songs, you can put in a request, ask a question. I mean, it's it's basically my, uh, it's one of my big social times for the week. So check that out. And more importantly, on Friday, August 28th, both me and Mr. Dan Barracuda both have new releases coming out. Dan has a six song EP called Catabolic. And I am officially wide-releasing my album, Fuzzy Thinking, that was uh, previously just for mailing lists only. So that's going to be a big week, and I think we might have a couple episodes where uh, we review each other's releases, so I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Let's talk Radiohead. Welcome back to the Niagara Moon Podcast. I'm here with Dan Barracuda. How's it going? Squidward. Uh, <laughs> Dan, what album are we talking about today? Kid A. <laughs> We're talking about Kid A. This is a good choice. We're doing Radiohead. We're doing Radiohead. It's about time. I know. How big of a Radiohead fan are you, broadly speaking? Um, I think they're like in my top like seven. <laughs> I, I, I do. Top seven bands? Yeah. Top seven bands. It's pretty high up. Yeah, it is pretty high up. Yeah. You ever seen them live? I've seen them live twice. Oh my god, I've seen them live three times. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're you're a fan. Yeah, I've seen them live three times. Um, man. Yeah, they're amazing live. They're amazing live. And the last time I saw them live, I really realized how it's like it was like a vocal show. It was like it was like featuring Tom York. Like it just felt like he was just like crooning the whole time. Like it's like their 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 songs are so vocal heavy, and he he's just such a incredible vocalist. And ah uh, man, it was it was really. Is he doing his little dances? Yep, I love when he does it. I love when he like rocks out to mix some matosis. Like the first time, the first time I saw them, it was super. It was super powerful. It was a. Uh, we were we were little loosey goosey that night, <laughs> but uh, it was mm-hmm. it, it was incredible. I'll never forget when he was like doom 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 like the beginning of uh, everything in its right place. Oh, it was like Jesus Christ! Yeah, you like the the music is translates so well to to the stage in like a a massive live setting. I think that is quite an intro for this album. Oh yeah, that everything in its right place. Yeah, it's my second Whatever, favorite song. Keyboard, on the album. synth intro. That is that is iconic. It's right so there. iconic. Yeah, 
So like, have you seen him live? I haven't. I, I haven't seen anybody big live. I'm not a <laughs> live really? guy, really. Yeah. I saw him at a festival, too. I saw him at Oceaga, and uh, it was um, the mm. headliners were Chili Peppers, Radiohead, Lana Del Rey. And, um, I mean, Radiohead was the best, but I remember Karma Police. Yeah, I was going to say, I like one of those bands. <laughs> yeah. Karma Police was... It was cool, man. Like, at one point in the second half, he just stopped singing, and like the whole, like 50,000 people were like, I lost myself. <laughs> it was crazy. And we were pretty close, too. Wow. It's funny, man. Like, they're called Radiohead, and when Tommy York sings, like, he's got like his in ears, and instead of like carefully putting them like over his ear, he, can, he just kind of like has them out. And he, he literally looks like a radio head because <laughs> they're like sticking mm. out of his ears. It's like he's got like wire. It looks like he's got like wires around his face and he's just like singing and he just looks. They're so good about like staying like, you know, I hate saying this word, but like on brand, like th- their song titles are great. They're really good at being themselves. Yeah, they're really. Yeah, that. they're such like a package. Yeah. It's it's really cool. Their song names are sick and, and their lyrics, obviously, and their art. And the sounds, they have like that that technology, you know, like the mechanical, like the systematic kind of like nuances going on. Yeah, listening to this album, it really affirmed for me, like the Radiohead message is trying to stay like sane and balanced in an insane world. Yeah. That's like yeah. their MO every time. Yeah. And I feel like this album like really encapsulates that, mm-hmm. like finding yeah, equilibrium. Definitely. Is this your favorite Radiohead album? You know, I've been asking myself that this week. Um, I don't think it is, but it's a very notable one, and it's a very fun one to talk about. Mm-hmm. And um, the easiest answer might be, I just don't have a favorite Radiohead album. I just I like particular songs. Yeah. That being said, I think the the most solid ones, start to finish, might have to be OK Computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my it's my second favorite. Kid A was like, so I turned on Kid A. You know, I'm walking around in the woods, nice. as you do. Yeah. And uh, the first four songs, I'm like, "Wow, this really is a solid album." I, it's yeah. it's been a while, but it's it's all here. Mm-hmm. And then you get to like optimistic in limbo, and unfortunately, my enthusiasm waned a little bit. Really? A uh, little bit. I mean, it's 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 still very good songs all the way through, but just. Uh, I like Morning Bell. I wanted, I wanted a little bit more of that ma- the magic of that that first yeah. four songs. Actually, Idiotech is like my second favorite Radiohead song. I, Idiotech is I good. I that love that carries the uh, the second half. Yeah. yeah, and Morning Bell was a pleasant surprise. I was not familiar with that song, and I heard it like three times. Um, I really hear the compression because now I'm like I'm so into mixing. I'm like you listening to compression and his the the compression on his on his vocal in Morning Bell is really nice. It's really nice. It's very crisp. It's so he's so crisp in that song, yeah. So is Kid A your favorite Radiohead album? No, or do no. you have a favorite? Yeah, my favorite Radiohead album is In Rainbows. Yeah, that's another popular choice. I, I I love like every song on it. It's got my favorite song. It's got the Reckoner and Videotape and Nude, mm. <laughs> Body Snatchers. F- I love Fifteen Step. You know, it's, it's got like so many great songs. Yeah. So where does Kid A sit for you? How how often do you come back to the Kid A experience? The songs I know the best are Everything in Its Right Place and Idiotech and National Anthem. 
Yeah. Um, and optimistic a little bit, too. But, yeah, I don't know. Kid A is, like, I don't know. It's probably, like, third or fourth. Because after, after In Rainbows, it's OK Computer. And then after that, I don't really, like, have, a f- have like, a third favorite yeah. or anything. Maybe it's Kid A or, yeah. This album, by some, you know, Pitchfork or whatever, uh, they're calling it the best album of the 2000s or, you know, many, many people might think of this as the Radiohead album or the, you know, the most really? exciting one or the, the most groundbreaking one. Definitely the story behind this, as I was kind of just, you know, looking through some texts and then just remembering what I had, uh, you know, my early days of just like researching, looking into bands that I was into when I was younger to like that this is the most uh, exciting story, maybe like the the total shift from OK Computer to this is like, even if this album didn't sound that good, that is that's pretty noteworthy, I think that they they changed their style so much. And really like this is kind of the beginning of the rest of Radiohead is this like approach to making songs. This is the album right after, because OK Computer, I think, is 97, yep. and this is 2000? Yep. Yeah, they they uh, they started recording this like two years later, and I mean, you can still kind of tell it's the same band in moments, but it's such a different approach to making their music compared to like, you know, The Benz is just an all-out 90s rock album. I mean, it's, I think it's really good, and I still enjoy a lot of the songs, but it's like, they're a totally different band, like... I always I always get confused when I'm thinking like what were the different band members doing on these songs like everything in its right place what did they have the drummer do does he just like operate the the kick drum in the last part of the song like there it's I was thinking that it's too it's a total like yeah like reshuffling of everybody's roles and creative input in such a weird kind of unprecedented way wow see I th- I thought I don't I'm not that familiar with that so I, I didn't. I thought OK Computer was the big shift, but I guess it was Kid A, huh? I mean, that that was the big, uh, I guess in retrospect, I mean, that was the big hit that really kind of made the band stand out from the pack, but that's still just a rock album. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like bandy. It's bandy, yeah. They went from bandy to the, I mean, they always had bandy moments and bandy songs, but they from this point on, they could go the rest of their career with not worrying about bandy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the track listing of OK Computer now, and like, yeah, definitely, definitely pretty bandy. So that's a really uh, gutsy decision, especially on the heels of like your new status is just like the top of the rock pack, and they just might have. They must. This is like a crisis album. Like they must have just had such a a crisis of identity. Now I wonder if the, who's a drummer, Phil? Uh, Phil Collins. Yeah. I think Phil. I th- Phil no, Collins? I don't know who Phil the drummer Colin. is. <laughs> I think it's Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah. You know, In the Air Tonight, <laughs> that, that Radiohead classic. Um, he. I wonder what he felt. Because we all love, like, Sgt. Pepper's, but Ringo hated Sgt. Pepper's. Mm. <laughs> you know? I wonder what he felt. I wonder what the drummer felt, because he's not very, uh, he's not too present. Mm. He's not too present for some of the songs, yeah. But he, he still gets his moments. That's a thing. It's like for the first however many tunes, they're yeah. in weird, new, alien, twenty first century computer world. Everything, Kid A, which to- Tree Fingers must have thrown people off so much. But then you do have National Anthem, Optimistic. You do. You Domestic, still limbo. in Limbo. You still have these tunes that do have some foundation in that way, and like. 
They they yeah. didn't go. It's too, just too it's far. less than half though. It's yeah, less than half yeah. the album. Yeah, so I don't know what right? the hell is going like, on. He's not. I don't think he's an idiotech. I don't think he's no. an idiotech. So maybe did they teach him how to use a drum machine, or is that Tom York just like elbowing everybody else out of the way? Or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yo, did they tour for Kid A? Because I'm looking at the dates. Kid A was released on October 2nd in the year 2000, and less than a year later, on June 4th, 2001. Much less than a year later, they released Amnesia. Well, it's like Amnesiac and Kid A were basically recorded at the same time, except for uh, oh, were they? Life in a Glass House, which is the one like track that they recorded later. But I think of Amnesiac as like Kid A Part Two. Like that's just a bunch of songs they didn't put in Kid A, but it's all it's all from the same sessions. So it's like a companion piece. Yeah, gotcha. They did tour, and that was like. A mind-blowing experience for probably both the the fans and the band too. I think both parties were um, experiencing something new with that. But uh, they did not yeah. release singles, and they um, were very deliberate with how they promoted it. And they were doing all these kind of cutting-edge things, like making the album available to stream. You know, back in two thousand, that's that's pretty it's uh, pretty prophetic. And uh, yeah, yeah, they were really clever about using the internet to their advantage and had a bunch of short animated films and they were they were ahead of their time this is I, this is where like i'm seeing their whole ethos grow out of this album and this this year for them they're they're not following like the big studio the the big major label rock band cliche track anymore i wonder what inspired them like what got them to shift from okay computer to kid a like that to get so synthy and less drum just you know drum kit much more sound oriented. Yeah, that this is an this is like a real music nerds album because this this is five guys who are listening to so many different artists and styles. Like you know, Tom York's influenced by Charles Mingus, and then by a bunch of like new kind of avant garde electronic music on the Warp Records label. He's got his he's starting to get his finger in so many different musical pies, and he's like, you know what? We're gonna just incorporate it all. We're gonna just we're going to just experiment and not know where we're going exactly and be okay with that and kraut rock and yeah. all this uh you know this bizarre kind of angular stuff and they decided they're just going to see what happens and uh that <laughs> that's putting a lot of pressure on yourself but you know in the long run it really it uh, it paid off for everybody but i i think they just realized they couldn't go any farther with what they were doing and you know, it was the welcome to the machine effect. Yep. That's my guess. Yep. So they're like, what's the point yeah. in what we're doing anymore unless we're just going to try something totally new and just totally unexpected and, and see what happens? What do we got to lose? Wow. Yeah. Such an iconic intro. Yeah. Every, everything in its right place. My, favorite, my second favorite song off the album. It's right you know how you notice how many of the songs have like computer altered vocals like or you got Kid A with the weird also in also in Kid yeah, A and then um and then a national anthem with Show alone, show alone. Oh, blah, 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 
wah, wah, sound like. And but then he's like, I'm not here. Then he gets also like dry. Yeah, right? just when you want some acousticness and just to chill out for a sec, then you got how to disappear completely coming in right at the the perfect time to save the day for a while. Beautiful baseline. Beautiful baseline. Yeah, that the flow was so good for most of this album. They really they had a terrific sense of that. Yeah, very calm, very calm. I, I noticed this, uh, this this album is calm. Well, like I said, it's it's, it's trying like, to be like I'm like, going to be like as dark. zen as I can in the face of all this insanity. That's that's what I take away from it. Yeah, and yeah. for for the band, that must have been like their unprecedented success and all the ridiculousness that you probably witness when you're a touring band at that level and dealing with press and. <laughs> So what song what song was like the most successful song on this album? Was it everything? I mean, is it that kind of album though where I mean cuz they didn't release singles, is it? Well, usually but but there's got to be a song that propels even if they don't release it. It's like Karma Police. Like every album, like any huge album's yeah. got some song, one or two that propel it. Yeah, that's your theory. Yeah. I mean, I think uh everything in its right place just cuz that's the perfect place to point to of like have you heard how much Radiohead's changed? Listen to the first yeah. track of the new album. That this one, you know, and how different that particular song is from rock. Right. Like that must have been the one to point to, I would guess. Or um, Idiotech. Idiotech. But other optimistic? than that, none of these are singles either, though. Like none of these feel particularly inviting. <laughs> you know, you just this is. Are you going on the Kid A journey or not? That's kind of yeah, what it feels like. It's an album. It's an album. It's an album experience. But, I mean, we could also just go on a Spotify and see which one has been streamed the most. Uh, Creep, obviously. Karma Police, High and Dry, No Surprises, Fake Plastic Trees. Exit Music, Paranoid Android. Jesus. Okay, so nothing off Kid A is on, is on the top ten. Oh, man. I think for a lot of people, I don't know, maybe this is a stupid thing to say, but this might be the album that people get more excited talking about than they do listening to. Ah. Like, there, there's a lot of beautiful songs on here, and a, a true Radiohead fan is just going to still love this anyway, but it might not end up being their favorite. But, like, this album is kind of like an icon of the band's ethos and their ultimate direction in their career rather than, like, oh, all the best songs are right here. You know, it's it's not necessarily right. one of those. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge shift in style. And you, like you said, it was like the beginning of the rest of Radiohead. Now, I wasn't familiar with In Limbo, really, or Morning Bell, and Motion Picture Soundtrack. That was pretty nice, too. But uh, I just love National Anthem. Du, 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 du. Really cool notes. Yeah. It's like the major yeah. third, and the minor third, and the major second. Du, 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 mm-hmm. du, 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 du. And it's amazing how they're able to repeat it whole the whole song. song, and you don't get tired of it. When the, the horn the section comes in, that's like, all right. These guys can make decisions like that. Like, there, there's something going on here because there's so many different ways this could fall flat two minutes in, and they still are able to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, when this album is at its best, it's it's kind of turning a traditional song or set of ideas like on its head and just making full use of their, you know, crazy big budget studio experimentation and all these kind of edgy new ideas and new technology and they can, you know, 
really make something that at the time must have been mind-blowingly new. Yeah. And inject kind of like new life into like, you know, typical rock approaches. Yeah, yeah. And then when it kind of falls short of that, which I feel like it does sort of in the middle of the album, it's like a song like In Limbo, like that electric piano line mm -hmm. at the beginning of school. And it, it is sets cool. an interesting mood. It does. And oh, what's going on here? But it blends right after Optimistic. Yeah, yeah. No, it blends really well. But then it's like two minutes in, I'm bored. Mm. And it's just still kind of the song's just still wafting in the air for another two minutes. Like, I felt I kind of felt that way at certain parts of the album too, because I, I I was expecting some more energy, but like what your, yeah, your theory? Yeah, I think of, it would have been amazing as like a minute and a half long coda, but then it just keeps it keeps going, and I feel like that's how you can kind of describe a lot of lesser Radiohead songs that way. It just had to keep going for a while. Yeah. So that that's where I'm like, mm, this album isn't the super best of all time when you have moments like. So that. you're not crazy about optimistic. Optimistic. It's not bad. It's just it's taking me back in a like more so-so rock territory. It's like okay, computer. Sounding, it doesn't. Right? It doesn't keep surprising the me and slap me over the head with with. A lot of people probably like it, but it's it's not just slapping me over the head with like new innovative brilliance, like the way all the songs before it were. I don't know. Yeah. So, what's your favorite track on the album? I gotta say, I like Kid A a lot. I love that how that kind of waxes and wanes. Yeah. Um, and just all the the weird electronic textures come in, and this is it's such a. I mean, like a lot of the other songs in the album, it's such a detailed song. This is like an album of details. Like there's so many, many little moments to kind of pick up on. Like the more you listen there to are, it, there are, there really just, are, yeah. Um, the only thing I wish was different about that song is I wish the vocals were a little less like muffled or digitally altered. Like I want to know a little bit more what he's actually saying. Yeah. When you read the lyrics, it's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome what he's saying. Yeah. Like standing on the shadows at the edge of my bed. Like you, you, you got a head on a stick. Like you got a ventriloquist. You got a ventriloquist. But yeah, I never would be able to discern that if I wasn't looking at the lyrics ever. <laughs> but then, and then once I'm looking at the lyrics, I'm like, oh, it's like pretty clear actually. <laughs> I've heard uh, how they construct a lot of the lyrics is they would come up with individual weird phrases and just kind of cut up these phrases and put everything into a hat when they are uh, deciding how to lay out the lyrics in a particular song. They would just keep taking these little phrases out of, out of a hat and like combine them. I heard that too. I heard they did it for OK Computer. You get like interesting juxtapositions that way. Yeah. Everything in its right place. Whew. Yeah, I have a I have a strong connection to that song just because the first time I saw them live when they played it, it was like what an incredible song. Now what are they using for what are they using for like do you know how like can you replicate those key sounds? Uh not off the top of my head, no. I, I'm sure they're using some obscure synth from the 70s on just the right setting and maybe with some modifications you know that yeah. they they dug deep with the uh instrument selection for this i i have no idea what they're how they're making these tones half the time i love the sound of the keys and everything in its right place oh yeah so is that your favorite on the album yeah everything everything in its right place and idiots idiotech's my favorite i love videotech okay i love videotech um but that's so cold. That song has uh, a sample from something else. 
So they actually credit it. I think that the person that made that sample is credited as one of the songwriters for. for uh, yeah, I was I was noticing that on uh, Wikipedia, Paul Lansky and Arthur Krieger. So I, if I'm remembering, I think they have the uh, the chords, like the little melodic synth drone. Yeah, the, that like, it sounds like light. It, it sounds like light. Yeah, I love that. It's, yes. it's so nice, dude. I love those yeah. chords. Oh man, he, dude, he sounds so amazing when he's like, uh, "We're not scaremongering. This is really happening." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. so nice. Uh, Ice Age coming. Ice Age coming in two years, man. <laughs> that was hilarious, that meme. Ice Age. Is that a Disney film? That is a DreamWorks picture, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Yeah, they predicted, the, uh, they predicted the coming of the DreamWorks movie Ice Age. Um, Ice Age came out in 2002. Kid A came out in 2000, so you do the math. And the signs are out there, people. Yeah. Perfect year for yeah. a change in Radiohead, the year 2000. Yeah, they were they were ready for the new millennium in more ways than one. I don't know, what, what was your experience overall revisiting this album recently and just like listening through it and it was way it was way more calmer than I thought. It was like really like chill. Way way more chill than I thought. Because I know Radiohead, like I know, you know, I'm used to in rainbows and like you said, like the more like I guess like I'm thinking of OK Computer, like Paranoid Android gets pretty intense, right? Subterranean Homes yeah, like Aliens, nice, moments. you know. Uh, Karma Police, you know, it like it's it it like moves forward, but this one it was like everything in its right place, which is just like you're in like a computer or something, <laughs> and then yeah. it's Kid A, which is also like super out there. And less bandy. And then National Anthem, it picks up, but it's still kind of chill. It's like... It's like... It never gets too intense. It doesn't get that intense. And then you got like three saxophone solos going on at once. That was cool. And then it's like, okay, okay, okay. And then it's like, how to disappear completely, which is like... It's like so... It's like you just took four volumes. And then it's Tree Fingers, which is also super synthy, spacey... And so it's like now we're on the sixth yeah, that's, song. Yeah, that's that's Tree Fingers is just basically them doing. Let's just do Brian Eno. Let's just do like an ambient collage. Right. Uh, that's another gutsy choice in the middle of this this album where we're still assuming you're a song oriented band you're just gonna do a synth drone landscape yeah. yep. because you can and, and it's still, it sounds really cool and, and then I'm like I'm like wait man is this is this album gonna pick up at all and then it's optimistic I'm like oh I, I, I know this song and then I'm like wait but this song is like also kind of slow like the best you can is good enough like it's like kind of slower yeah, and then in limbo, I, I I actually I knew in in limbo and morning bell the least, so it was nice to hear them. Yeah. I liked morning bell. 
It's got a cool drum part. It's in five, and I think it changes throughout. Yeah. And, and Idiotech is, um, I just I know it sounded really well, so that was nice to hear. Track eight, and then Motion yeah. Picture Soundtrack again, super soft. It's like, like I just feel like eighty five percent of the album is soft. It's soft and cold. Yeah. Like I would describe this album as glacial. Glacial. Kind of like the cover just in the cold place. Look at the cover, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's glacial. <laughs> it's cold. So, yeah, you uh, you like Idiotech and everything in its right place the best. I, I really like Optimistic, National Anthem, How to Disappear, and Kid A, and Morning Bell. I mean, I, I like, look at that. I so like, you just like the whole album. I actually really like it. <laughs> yeah. How about you? What are your, like, top three or four? Right. Well, like I said, I mean, just the first four to five songs... I mean, Tree Fingers is cool. It's just, it's hard to get super excited about Tree Fingers, but just the first half, I was like, wow, this is just a great ride. And I mean, like I said, Kid A is my top, but everything in its right place is pretty undeniable. How to Disappear Completely, if you're in the right mood, is just perfectly executed. If you're in the right mood, yes. Yeah. And then, uh, that's probably going to be it. Um, Idiotech is, is really interesting, but... Morning Bell got a little repetitive for me. And like I said, in Limbo, it's like, uh, I don't think this warrants a full song length. So I had that issue with with a lot of the songs in the second half. So, yeah, it's like, love the first half. I'm kind of about the Mm -hmm. second half, Mm -hmm. just as I'm listening through it. Motion picture soundtrack. You can hear hear the wheel. You can hear the wheel. It's, it's cool. What I really want to do, especially knowing that this and Amnesiac were basically recorded at the same time, is I want to take all the best tracks from Amnesiac and replace the second half of this album with those. Oh, wow. And then you got yourself. Then you got yourself something. Yeah. Yeah, I like I'm looking at Amnesiac. I don't really know these songs. Like I don't I know Pyramid Song and Pack Like Sardines kind of, but there's a lot of songs I don't know here. Yeah, Amnesiac kind of suffers from the same thing where there's a bit too many songs that are just kind of collages or sort of not quite finished ideas that, you know, you just kind of stay in the same place for a while and not enough uh, excitement happens maybe. But then you got You and Who's Army, which is a great song. Uh, The two songs you mentioned are great. It's like, yeah, I don't know why... They didn't consolidate it to one album, to be honest. Yeah. So many ideas. Is Tom... So what's the dynamic like in the band? Tom's the principal songwriter or what? Yeah. I mean, and I got to imagine Johnny Greenwood contributes a lot of musical ideas as well. But uh, I think I read somewhere forever ago that it's every member in the band is working together and then Tom York has the loudest voice. Which probably just means if Tom York really doesn't like something, it doesn't happen. But other than that, they're uh, they're probably all sharing ideas with each other. With their previous albums, Kid A and Amnesiac, recorded simultaneously, Radiohead replaced their guitar-led rock sound with a more electronic style. For the tours, the band learned how to perform the music live, combining synthetic sounds with rock instrumentation. 
Tom York said, yeah. even with electronics, there is an element of spontaneous performance in using them. It was a tension between what's human and what's coming from the machines. That was stuff we were getting into. Radiohead did not want to make a quote-unquote big creative leap or statement with their next album. He's talking about uh, Hail to the Thief. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about Hail to the Thief? That's really long. Two plus two equals... Yeah, it is. I like Wolf at the Door. I know that one. Uh, oh, Wolf I, at the Door is great. I yeah. friggin' adore, like, one, like, top three favorite radio songs, Mixomatosis. I love Mixomatosis. I love that riff. I, I love... Uh, yeah. Oh, that's another thing I remember from the first time I saw them live. It's like... Yeah, I, I said this earlier. He was, like, dancing, and he was, like... T- t- yeah, and he the lights this little kind of chicken boxer. Yeah, and he was thing. like, I don't... Uh, why, uh, feel so he's like he was like like really spitting into the mic and it was like so cool i love mixomatosis so much i love that sound i love like i love like that low it's kind of tool that song reminds me of tool it's like it reminds me of the beginning of uh, it's heavy it reminds me of the beginning of jimmy by tool it's like one of like the most underrated tool songs and it's it's like i love like low dark riffs You know, but not like chugga chugga chugga, just like notes, you know, interesting notes. Yeah, yeah. And I love just the feel of that. I, I see, I love when I love when Radiohead has energy. They're so good at it. Like 15 yeah. step mixomatosis. Yeah, Kid A is, I mean, maybe Amnesiac kind of has this too, but Kid A is like really the lowest energy it really is. thing <laughs> they've done. Or maybe a moon shaped pool would fall in that category too, but I do quite like a moon shaped pool. Oh, do you? I think I think they still got it. I like a lot of that album. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's Kid A is not like, you know, the best thing ever. And maybe part of that is the lack of that energy that really could have helped, especially like the second part of the album. Yep. But clearly that's like not where they were going at that time. It really wasn't. They chilled out. I really love everything in this place. I just like... <laughs> What's he saying, dude? Yesterday I woke up sucking a lemon? That's one of those cut up the phrase, throw in a hat, and see if you pull it out. You know, that's it's not connected to anything. It's just weird idea on its own and see if you can make it feel like it works in a larger context. Actually, I wanted to look up the lyrics to uh, the National Anthem because I know, obviously, he's talking about like being alone and everyone is so around me. Um, everyone, everyone around here, everyone is so near. It's holding on. It's holding on. Everyone is so everyone is so near. Everyone has got the fear. It's holding on. It's holding on. It's holding on. It's holding on. Yeah, it's it feels like kind of short the album. Uh, it's fifty minutes, huh? It's longer than uh, it's a little longer than I uh, wish you were here than animals. I mean, part of that is uh, motion picture soundtrack at the end kind of bloats it a bit. Um, I got to say, I've never really vibed with that song too hard the uh, motion picture right, yeah. soundtrack i'm like okay you want to do a disney soundtrack <laughs> and i it doesn't and it's so kind of i feel like it's stagnant i don't know i bet a lot of people love that song but it just kind of feels like a fizz out yeah. for me a little bit yeah i know um, what you mean yeah it's just yeah it's like i want to like this album more than i do that second half just i feel like there's some missed opportunities yeah Segways, it's like they have soft segways, tree fingers, and the right in the middle of the album, like you said, that was pretty bold. So, do you prefer this one over Amnesiac, or do you not know Amnesiac well? I don't enough know to Amnesiac say? well enough, so I would say I do like it more than Amnesiac. <laughs> <laughs>
How about you? Like I said, I think this this Combine the them. first half of this album is just like the best they had to offer at this time. And I do really like a lot of songs on Amnesiac, but the lesser ones on that are even like they feel more like outtakes and, and like studio throwaways than than the lesser moments on Kid A. Yeah. But I mean, I applaud them for trying. Yeah. In any case, I mean, they really could have gone in a completely different direction following OK Computer. So I'm, this is really like, this is the perfect album for like a music nerd starting point. Because you hear more standard rock stuff like, OK, the Ben's and OK Computer, you get to this and you're like, where did they come up with this? What is all this crazy stuff going on? Who are they influenced by? And then from there, you can go to so many different cool, obscure directions that, you know, to a lot of their audience, they're probably introducing for the first time. So I, th- right. I think that's also a big part of their appeal is like, this is like the go-to, like, I can make myself smarter by listening to this yeah. <laughs> kind of album. Yeah, dude. The last time I saw Radiohead, the third time, they open with Daydreamer. Or Daydreaming? I like that Daydreaming? Song. Day, I forget which one. Probably daydreaming. I think it's daydreaming. Yeah, from uh, from a moonshade pool. pool. It was such a beautiful opener. Not what you'd expect. It was like a quiet and like the lights were like silver and just everywhere, and it was so beautiful. I mean, their live show is just down. They just you know, how long have they been a band? Almost thirty years, twenty-seven years since they released Pablo. This album is twenty years old. How do, how do you feel about <gasps> that? That's crazy. Now, is there any part of you that listens to this album and you're like, yeah, but the rock stuff was still cool. Like, how how deep do you go into, like, uh, you know, the heavier moments on the Benz and OK Computer? And do you ever feel like you're you're missing out when they go to Glacial Computerland? Or you don't have that feeling? Again, so the album I'm most familiar with is In Rainbows. I think it's because I got into them at around that time when In Rainbows came out. Okay. So that's a good blend of both, right? Yeah. It's a good yeah, it's a good yeah. blend because it's kind of bandy, but it's also kind of not. And I love I just love In Rainbows. I love like every song on it. I like videotape is like super electronic. It's like piano and like it's got like electronic kind of drums Basically, and yeah. 15 step I don't know. I just like I, I I love that Radiohead has kind of like two real dimensions to them. Yeah. So I mean, I love everything in its right place. I love when it's like not bandy at all and it's super super synthy, super keys based and uh, spacey. But I think the with bandy comes energy. Yeah. Right. And I I, I it it does. I, except Idiotech though. Idiotech's got some energy, and that's, I feel like there's no drums in Idiotech. It's all compute. It's all like well, it's just drum machine. It's just drum yeah. machine. Yeah. I don't even think there's, like, guitar in Idiotech, though. Oh, no. You know? You kidding? Yeah, right? There's, like, no guitar in some of these songs. Does Kid A have guitar? Like, like the I song. The song. So. And everything in its right place has so. no guitar. It's crazy. Like, what's Johnny doing? What, what, like, don't they have two guitarists? Exactly. Don't they have, they have two guitarists? What the hell are they doing? They have two guitarists. <laughs> that's, that, that stresses me out sometimes to think, like, uh, what was the dynamic of this band where you have so many songs like this? Like, how are they all shuffling around and figuring There's out no what to drums, do? There's no drums, no guitar. They have two guitarists. Like, I guess that's part of their uh, their appeal and their brilliance. I saw really, I think it was when um, uh, King of Limbs came out. There was a really funny like BBC short video where it was a support group for Radiohead fans who prefer their rock stuff. Really? So they're all admitting to each other like, 
I just want them to give Johnny Greenwood his fucking guitar back. <laughs> like they're all like ashamed to admit they don't quite get the new stuff. But I, I get why they couldn't do the bends again. And I'm glad they didn't try. But I still do have an appreciation for that album too. Yeah. See, I'm I'm not super familiar with uh with like Pablo Honey and the Bends. I I know obviously like the big songs off it, but as albums completely I don't. Do you think Kid A is comparable to a Moonshade Pool? No. No. Um I mean, well you can always compare, you know, a band's albums to each other, but Kid A is a very specific place in their musical journey and their career. And a moonshaped pool is we can keep doing this, let's just keep doing this, and we're just masters at it, and we're just gonna keep being masterful. That's kind of the feeling I get from moonshaped pools. We got nothing left to prove. You know what we're about, and we'll just keep it coming. Yeah. Um, it's it's moonshaped pool is so smooth and just so it's so like calm and collected and it's not trying to prove anything. And Kid A is like, where are we now? It's so new. Like, it's so Kid new. A is, is really, yeah. It's, Kid A is, yeah, it's such like an existential crisis kind of sound. Wow. In a little while, I'll be gone. The moment's already passed. Yeah, it's gone. I'm out here. This isn't happening. I'm out here. In a little while. I mean, that, that's back to what I was saying about this band, just trying to cope in an insane world and, and stay zen. I'm not here. This isn't happening. This isn't applying to me. I can just mentally tune out of this. That's, that's the whole uh, the MO here, I think. What's the most groundbreaking for Radiohead style song on Kid A? Oh, it's everything in its right place. I mean, that's it, why it, they put it at the top. Okay. And what is the strongest song in the album? that's the thing it's not really about the song it's about like the construction and the details and the tones and the atmosphere this isn't like it's the journey there's no karma polices on here there's no paranoid android i mean just like i said at the kid a the song just evokes the most to me and takes me to the most interesting places but there's not like yeah how to disappear completely composition wise might just be the most flawless, but mm-hmm. I don't know. People seem to like the lyrics on Idiotech the best. I feel like that something about that song grabs people in yeah. particular. Who's in a bunker? Who's in a bunker? Women and children first, and it, it, it's so panicking. You know, there's so much yep. panic. Who's in a bunker? Who's in a bunker? <laughs> Women and children first, and the children first, and the children. I'll laugh until my head comes off. I'll swell till I burst. Until <laughs> I burst. Until I. Who's in a bunker? Who's in a bunker? I have seen too much. I haven't seen enough. You haven't seen it. I'll laugh until my head comes off. Women and children first and children first and children. It's like, imagine if you just saw that written all on a bathroom wall. You're like, no context. like, what's like, this person needs help. Yeah. Here I'm alive. Everything all the time. I love that. Throw it in the fire. Ice Age coming. Ice Age coming. Let me hear both sides. We're not scaremongering. This is really happening. We're not scared. This is really. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Mo- mobiles squirking. It's a perfect pandemic soundtrack, folks. Yep. Mobiles squirking. Mobiles chirping. Take the money and run. Take the money and run. Take the money. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Here I'm alive. They weren't well. <laughs> What's going on, man? They got yeah, too right? many thoughts buzzing around. 
But yeah, I think a lot of other people have thoughts and worries along these lines, even if they can't really, you know, put a finger on it. And Radiohead just super taps into that. Yeah, that's why they're they're so defined and their audience is so defined. I mean, that that part's pretty undeniable. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. In, in trying to wrap this up, do you think we should uh, assign ratings? Should we give uh, album ratings out? Oh, like out of a hundred? One to ten? Oh, one to ten? I was gonna say out of ten. <laughs> like, are we doing point five? Out of hundred could we, be interesting. Are we doing like point? You know, like nine point two or? Let's do out of a hundred. Actually, let's I do like out of hundred. Uh, Jesus. In terms of what? In terms of how it makes you feel and if you think it's good or not. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it. Yeah. I'm gonna give it an eighty. Eighty. Wow, you're harsh. I'm nice when it comes to grading. I'm like, good job. <laughs> you know, eighty. Wow, B minus. Uh, okay, maybe I'm painting painting myself into a corner here, but yeah, I'm sticking with eighty. Okay. Um, man, see, Idiotech and, and everything in the right place really like bump it up for me. But then other songs that I, I wasn't as familiar with. I'll probably give it like an 88 as as an as an album as a whole. But I would give like everything in its right place like a I would give that song like a 95, dude, 94. Oh yeah, I love no, that I mean, song. You know, that's the thing is the strong songs are so strong, and then it just kind of falls off a little bit for me. But yeah. uh, overall, still a very good album, and I was I was very pleased to revisit it for sure. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, B plus. B plus, Radiohead. Nice job. I know they wanted the A for the kid A, but uh <laughs> Stop So there you have it. Uh, what did you think? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you think uh, I don't know what I'm talking about? Which is quite likely. Um, if you ever have any feedback, we love to hear it wherever you want to leave it on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, email, Facebook message. Uh, we'd love to make this a, a back and forth thing. Um, at the very least, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you're getting a kick out of these things because uh, we sure are. And that's just about going to do it for this episode. I want to close by saying if you have any influence at all in trying to see that uh, schools, at least in this country, the United States, stay closed come September 1st or earlier, uh, they really should not be reopening. And that's really irresponsible on a lot of fronts that they are. And of course, cases are breaking out and it's super messed up and scary. And if you can write to anybody or you have uh, any sway, any ideas on how to act, um, let's not open the schools up right now because I feel nervous even using a public bathroom. So what does that say about stuff? All right. Um, you guys have been great. I'll see you next week. <laughs>